Welcome to the Property Boom Show with Todd Polkey. Straight talk about how to make big money from property in today's market. Hey there, guys and girls. Todd Polkey here. Um, I'm just sitting on my balcony this afternoon, just reading a book and uh, enjoying the um, enjoying the evening sunset and looking at the water and all that type of stuff. But um, I wanted to record a quick video. It's something I've been thinking about a lot recently, and uh, been thinking about recording this video for a little bit now for a couple of weeks. So I thought, well, now is a good time as any. Um, good good afternoon to do it, and uh, I thought now would be a great time to get started. Um, those of you who know me know that I, uh, you know, I'm mainly in the property world, right? I obviously spend a lot of time in, in personal development, psychology, and business, and a whole lot of different areas like that. Um, but you know, through what I do, I get have the privilege to travel around, um, you know, the country, different parts of the world, speaking, coaching, and training, um, especially around investing and um, you know, get taking control of your financial life so you can actually live a life by choice. I mean, that's really what I am all about: helping people break free of that whole default life path we're taught, so they can actually create the financial wealth that they want to be able to live the, the life that they want to live rather than what they feel like they have to just to pay the bills if that makes sense. And um, you know, as I'm traveling around talking to a lot of people, especially right now in the current marketplace, you know, as I said, I'm in the real, I spent a lot of time in the property investing in the real estate world, and you know, it's a different marketplace in 2016 than what it was in 2015. You know, we've seen um, Sydney and Melbourne really boom in, um, in 2015. Sydney certainly come off the boil end of 2015, and uh, into 2016, you know, Melbourne is having a bit of a slowdown as well. And um, there's a lot of stuff going on in the property market and the global economy and all that different type of stuff. And and it puts a lot of fear into a lot of people. And I get these comments and these questions literally all the time. You know, what's going on in the market? What's going on in the economy? Like really, anyone that thinks that we're completely out of the um, out of the mess with the global economy right now is probably hiding with their head in the sand right now. You know, the reality, the reality is that there is still risk in the global economy. Um, there's risk areas in the global economy right now. And um, there's some things that we can't control. And so it, it freaks a lot of people out. A lot of people get scared about it because there's different things that can happen in our life that we just can't control. And the reality is, shit happens in life sometimes. You know, sometimes we we um, we get sick. Sometimes we um, we lose our job. Sometimes you know, there's something changes in the economy. Sometimes someone takes advantage of us, or something happens, or whatever goes on. Things happen in life at times which is completely out of our control. And you know what? Often there's nothing that we can do about those things. But a lot of people spend so much time just intensely focusing on those things and I'm um, freaking out if those things might happen instead of actually focusing on the things that they can actually control in life and that's what I really want to talk about you know so what we really want to focus on doing in for ourselves in our own lives is actually to create a very own economy which is irrelevant of kind of what is going on in the, um, the global economy and all those different things and other people do and that type of stuff we want to be able to create and manufacture our own um, economy based on the things that we can actually control because those are the things which are in our control and we can influence those things where a lot of other things can't. So you might think about, okay, well, what are some of the things which are in your control? Okay, you know, some of the things that are in control is A, how you manage your money. I mean, it's completely in your control. B is how you um, perform at work. That is completely in your control. Um, another one is how you show up on a day-to-day -day basis. Another one is like your spending habits and your savings habits, for example. Another one is how you educate yourself and how you grow as an individual. 
Another one is how you network with people and the type of community you build around you. You know, there's so many different things that you can actually control in life. But again, most people spend most of the time focusing and intensely worrying and stressing about the things that they actually cannot control. So as I said, what I want you, and this is a really important video, guys. This is really critical. And I hope you guys share this out to other people that you care about because this is really important. You know, you want to be focusing on, well, how can you actually create and design your own economy? So even if there are bumps and lumps in the globe, economy or someone does something or something doesn't go perfectly according to plan in your life you are still safe and you are still moving forward in the other areas of your life and you're moving towards creating your own very own financial freedom and more importantly becoming the quality of person that can actually create your own financial freedom so, how do you go about creating your very own economy in life? Now, I wrote a few notes down, so forgive me if I um, refer to them. Um, I just want to make sure I got all of them as, as I was talking to you to the guys today, because this is really important. Now, the first area is all about um, covering home base. And, um, you know, I talk about this a lot, right? You've got to cover home base before you even think about it, um, anything else. We've, we've often heard the metaphor before, you know, everyone's been on a flight, right? A lot of people have been on planes, unless you're intensely freaked out by it. And uh, what is the thing that they always say first? You know, if there's an emergency or something like that, whose gas masks, mask should you fit first? And it's always your own first. Before you help anyone else, fit your own first. And that's what we've got to focus on doing. We've got to cover home base first in our life. And so we ask the question, okay, well, how do we cover home base? And to me, um, it, it's all about, uh, you know, it, when we're talking about finances, it's all about, well, what are your current savings habits? Are you putting money away on a consistent basis? Is that a habit you currently have? Do you have buffers in place? Or are you like the majority of the population who if they lost their primary source of income, you know, they'd be effectively bankrupt in the next kind of, uh, I think it's five or six weeks, I can't remember the exact statistics, but that's what would happen. Most people are on the streets um, if they lost their main source of income and didn't get another source of income within about six weeks because they don't have buffers in place. So you've got to have buffers. Okay, well, are you reducing your expenses? Are you managing those? Or are you just going out and spending willy-nilly knowing that you're always, you think that you're always going to get another paycheck next week, right? So we've got to go and cover home base. And especially when we're talking about finances, that's what I'm going to focus on first. We've got to make sure that we are consistently have um, a very strong personal financial habits where we're putting money away and we're reducing expenses and we've got our buffers in place so that we're protecting ourselves, okay? So we've got to cover home base. Now, and, and also debt is another critical important of that. You know, are you consistently reducing debt or are you like most Australians again or where, whatever part of the world you are, most developed nations have high levels of debt where they're consistently just going out and expending on the never-never and constantly increasing their debt. Now the next thing that you can do to, um, to create your very own economy is start investing. So you wanna start investing in your very own life. You know, a lot of people just rely upon superannuation to support them in retirement. I mean, my God, that's a risky strategy. I tell you that right now. You know, I, I personally believe that superannuation is gonna be something which the government is gonna grab hold of and uh, very, very tightly and is gonna effectively give you a pension from it. Now again, uh, it brings up another point. If you're relying on the pension, that is a really, really risky strategy. You're not creating your own economy there. You're relying upon the government consistently giving you money and having a certain set of policies of looking after people. And I've got to tell you right now, um, that's not going to be the case in the future. It's not going to be the case. The government cannot afford it and they're already starting to tighten things up. And I expect that to happen more and more over the next, um, especially the next 10 to 15 odd years. 
But so you want to start investing in your own life. So you want to start thinking about, well, how can I go and get the money that I'm putting away, keep your buffers aside, but then start getting your money working hard for you so it's not always just based on you working hard for your money. So whether that be in property, whether that be in shares, whether that be in managed funds or, or you know foreign currency or whatever you want to do, you want to start actually building this um, this foundation of assets around you so that um, no matter what happens in the other areas of the economy, you've got this foundation of financial welfare that can actually keep growing for you. And obviously, um, you know, as I go into the next um, next part of your economy, is actually all about your education, your knowledge. Now, if you're just going into investing without any education or knowledge and just hoping that things are going to work out, you know, that's what most people's strategy is. They just buy and hope like things are going to work out, which is just get, it's akin to gambling to me. But unfortunately, it's what most people do, and they wonder why 70% plus of the population rely upon the pension and retirement. You know, so you want to get educated first and foremost, and that's part of your icon- economy. So, you know. Uh, the major the major asset that all of us have as individuals is ourselves. That's our number one major asset. And so you've got to ask yourself the question, are you a growing asset or are you a declining asset? You know, if you were a blue chip share, would you invest in yourself? You know, if you were a stock, sorry, um, would you be a blue chip share and would you invest in yourself or would you be a penny stock which is up and down like a bloody yo-yo? You know, who are you? Are you constantly um, adding to your own knowledge? Are you constantly educating yourself? Are you constantly growing as an individual? Are you adding more skill sets? Are you adding more character traits into you so that you become the quality of person that A, is always going to be employed, B, can actually go and be empowered and take control of your financial life, C, can make very wise decisions, and D, you can you can make sure that you're constantly growing and expanding your skill set and the expansion of who you are as an individual and becoming the best quality version of yourself that you truly can be. I mean, that's the, the major thing about become, uh, creating your own economy is actually creating your own economy within you who you are as a person. Because um, no matter what type of wealth you want to build, if you don't become the quality of person that actually build wealth in the first place, it's just never going to happen for you in a sustainable way. So you've got to focus on doing that as a major, a major component. The next part is all about your workplace. You know, so um, most people listening to this video right now, you're, you know, you're still um, working in a job to make your uh, primary source of income. So let me ask you a question: When you are going and working, are you going in like, um, are you going in like what most people do, where they turn up to work and effectively count the hours down until their eight hours is done for the day, and then just put up with whatever um, dollar per hour value they're told that they're actually worth? Is that how you're approaching work? You know, exchanging time for money. Now. Um, even if you are getting paid by exchanging time for money, that's not the attitude that you need to show up and work if you want to design your own economy. You've got to show up to work every single day and focusing on what. how can I add the absolute most value that I possibly can, no matter how much am I getting paid for. Because you think about what if you did that? What if you turned up to work with the attitude, I'm just going to add the most value that I possibly can in every single moment? What is going to happen? Think about it. Well, one, you're going to become irreplaceable. So even if there is a downturn in the economy, who are they going to get rid of first? Is it the people who are really adding the most value and expanding and and are part of the success of the overall business? Or are they just going to get rid of the people that are literally just turning up and counting their hours down? Now, we both know the answer. You know, when promotion opportunities come along, who are they going to go to? Are they going to go to the person that's actually consistently adding value and is treating the business like their own and is irreplaceable in that field? Is that who they're going to go to? Um, you know, when they get wage rises, you know, what, who are they going to go to? You know, a friend of mine, his partner, 
was very high up in a kind of a logistics type of company. And um, this is a really, really interesting story of going up and adding so much value. Now, she left one company and moved to another company while they were starting a family, right? And when she went into this other company, she went in there and she added so much value that she saved the company literally hundreds of thousands of dollars on every single month. So now guess what the company went and did? They said, well, this person, their knowledge, their skill set is way, way, way too valuable. We cannot lose her, especially to someone else. So guess what? Without her even asking or anything else, within the space of six months, they literally raised her income so dramatically that they priced her out of the market for any other competitor to even come close to her and gave her all the flexibility so they could go start a family and all that type of stuff. And they had the little bub now, and um, she works from home a lot of the time. She's completely priced out of the market. That is an example of becoming so valuable to a, to, um, a business that uh, it, no matter what happens in the global economy, you are irreplaceable and they will raise your income. And guess what? Even if your current business won't give you more, um, the current job you're working at won't give you more money, I can guarantee you someone else will because they will know who is this person who is actually just um, you know killing it in this business and is actually taking business away from us. And this is true for whether you work in a reception role, admin role, accounts, or whether you're in sales or, or leadership or management it does not matter so make sure you stop all the bullshit running around your head or oh, this doesn't apply to me it absolutely applies to you you want to become that person at work who is um, completely irreplaceable and uh, who just goes in and adds so, so, so much value. So if something happens in the economy, there's more layoffs, you know, another GSC or whatever goes on. Oh, it's beautiful. Birds behind us. It's a beautiful time in the afternoon. Um, then you are the person they always keep and because you're just there adding so much value, right? And so, um, you know, that goes hand in hand with income. Do you have a plan for increasing your income? You know, or are you just waiting? Like, how do you increase income? How do most people increase income? Well, most people, they just wait until um, they have their annual review or something like that. Or maybe the minimum wage goes up by 3%. Now, I don't know about you, but 3% increases a year isn't gonna float my boat, and it's not gonna really create wealth for anyone listening in, it's not. So you've gotta be focusing on, well, what is my plan to increase my income? You know, over the next six months, 12 months, three years, five years. How are you gonna actually go become more valuable to the marketplace so the market will recognize that value and actually pay you more money. Once again, you're just creating your own economy. You're not just waiting for someone to dictate this is how much you're worth or, or waiting for um, uh, them to give you a raise or whatever it is. You are going out there with a plan to strategically find out, well, how do I create more income, whether it is in your current field or another field? So you might think about, well, what other skill sets do I need to gain? What other qualifications do I need to gain? How much more value do I need to add? What are the key um, uh, dollar productive activities that I need to focus on and if you did those things it's actually going to add more value than literally anything else. What other skill sets and character traits do you need to bring on as, a, as an individual? How do you need to associate with your colleagues and with your bosses and you know the people that are responsible for your future? How are you networking with other people in the industry? So this is the type of um, conversation you need to be having with yourself in your in your head, right? How what is your plan to literally double your income in the next maybe one year, two years, five years, or whatever it is? Because it is possible. And you know, ask yourself now: Have you ever doubled your income in life so far? Think about when you started your first full-time job. What were you earning? And what are you earning now? You know, have you doubled that? Have you tripled it? Is it quintupled? Is it, um, is it a 10xer? Have you 10 times your income? I know I've certainly done that plus since I actually, excuse me, started out in a full-time workplace, right? So, um, as you, 
again, is the rant, guys, is really, really critical. You've got to go out and go, well, what can I control? And guys, you can control home base. You can cover your savings. You can cover your expenditure. You can cover your habits. You can cover your debt. You know, you can control that stuff, all right? You can control that stuff. It's completely in your control. You can control how you invest. You can control what you do with your money, how you're going to get it out there and working for you harder. So it's all not about just you turning up and working for your money. You can control um, the education that you get. You can control how you're going to grow as a person. You know, you can control that. You control how you strategically grow, what qualifications, what character traits, what skill sets that you are going to learn. You can control that. You can control how valuable that you, and what attitude you um you bring to the workplace. You can control that completely within your control. Okay, you're not a victim to everything. That is in your total responsibility. But you've got to go. I am responsible, guys. You can control your plan of how you're going to increase your income into the future and in the workplace. So you become completely.